What's up? What's going on with y'all? This is Ran That Man coming to you live on the Ran That Man on Sports Podcast. This is my first show, the first episode, the first podcast. You get what I'm saying? I'm coming to you live from Michigan. I was born and raised in Detroit. So if you love sports, this is the podcast for you okay especially if you love basketball and the football because that's what we're going to be talking about now the main focus it will be on uh detroit teams that's not to say we're not going to talk about other teams in different areas but on this podcast that's mainly what we're going to be focusing on i will have another podcast that goes more in depth with other teams and other states other places and the moves they're making, the things I think they should be doing, and just my uh, thoughts on a lot of things they have going on. But here, I'm just a big fan of my teams. Some people call me a hater because I support them, but I dog them because they make dumb moves. I'm just being real, okay? That's just how it is. Now, I do have an ulterior motive for this podcast. The main focus is I just love talking about sports and I could talk about it uh, all day with anybody pretty much. But the arterial motive is to make Rand that man the next GM of the Detroit Lions or the Detroit Pistons. I need y'all to hit Martha Ford on the hip. Tell her to bring Bob Quinn in the office and just tell him he fired. Because Rand, that man, about to take over that team and turn everything around for y'all. Now, y'all job is to get the word out to us. Now, I got the I got the talents, okay? I, I can evaluate talent with no problem. I make pretty good decisions, and it ain't I can't do no worse than what they've been doing all this time, okay? So that's what the ulterior motive is for this show. We trying to get me up in that office, okay? So y'all can start enjoying going to these line games and seeing your Pistons. All right. Now, since the draft is coming up in the next couple of days, this show is mainly going to be about the players that's going to be in that draft. Uh, the moves I would make if I was the Lions GM, if we were to stay in the spot that we're at, if we were to move out of that spot or what I would try to do if I can get out of that spot. I'm putting this out here. So I can have my picks on record, okay? So y'all can peep my talents on evaluating talent because I don't want to hear about I waited for the draft and then I decided to put this out here because I seen the, the guys we picked and all that. Now, you got to you gotta know that nobody is a Nostradamus, so I can't tell the future of who going to be picked where and all that. I'm just going by mock drafts and what I think and who I think will be there in them slots and what I would try to do if I can get those picks. Okay. Now we got the first, uh, we got the third pick in the first round. Now I'm going to give y'all what I would do if we had to stay in these slots that we're in and we couldn't move down or none of that or no trace or whatever. Now with that pick, I would take Tua if I could, depending on 
what his status is as far as his injuries and how comfortable I am with what the doctor said about him and his injuries. Now, the reason I say that is because I'm not a big believer in Stafford. Now, that's not to say he's not a good quarterback, but the point is, where are we going? We're basically paying this guy 20 plus million dollars a year and we're not winning nothing. I feel we can do the same thing with a rookie quarterback or a cheaper quarterback and build around that quarterback and and do better because what what is the point? We're not going nowhere. We haven't won anything paying him all this money all this time. Uh, so I, it's time to start over, and that's kind of like the model of what everybody's doing in the NFL right now anyway. So I would take him if he's available. Plus, if you take him and it doesn't pan out totally, you're not. I don't think you'll get killed as bad as if you took somebody else in that spot because he was the, I want to say the, the the best pick at that spot. Okay, you can't get Burroughs. He's gonna be the first pick. So I would take Tua at that number three pick. That would be my first option. Um, I think he has the skill sets to be a good quarterback. Plus, he's he's athletic. He's pretty accurate. Uh, he makes pretty good decisions. The only thing I am worried about is he he's a true winner. But sometimes when you haven't lost, I don't know how he would take it or how he would respond to it, depending on his character, because he has been winning so much and things has been coming so easy. So when the adversity hits, how is he going to respond to it? Uh, but that is, that's a chance I would have to take because we do need a quarterback. We do need to move on from Stafford. Now, in the second round, we have the 35th pick. Uh, with that pick, my if now that's if these people are available at that slot. Uh, you got the defensive tackle, Ross, uh, Ross Blacklock from TCU. Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Um, those would be my top two players that I try to get in that second round if they're available. Now, you have Patrick Queen from LSU. I don't think he's going to be there. Uh, Josh Jones, a, a offensive lineman from Houston, and AJ Espinosa from uh, defensive end from Iowa. If they were to drop down there, I would probably have to take one of those guys, especially Patrick Queen. But um, I don't think any of those guys are going to make it down there. Uh, AJ Espinosa, I'm a little weary on because uh, he, he doesn't look as quick as he just doesn't look that fast to me. But I just got a gut feeling that I think he's going to be a pretty good player. He he just looks like one of those guys who's just a playmaker. He, he You know, some some people you can't go by combine or their statistics. Some some players are just players you know they just when the moment shows up they just do it you know and I think he may be that type of guy my first choice out of all those players probably be would be Xavier McKinney though I really like him at safety from Alabama uh, that would be my first pick in that second round if I can get him now we have the 67th pick and the 85th pick in the third round now in those rounds I'm going to just give you names of people who, if they're there, that's who I would take. Um, you have Terrell Lewis from Alabama, 
Uh, he's he's had injury problems, but that's a chance I'll be willing to take on him because I think he has he's quick. He, he he's a good edge rusher, and I would take that chance on him, especially at that spot. Uh, you got T. Higgins. He may be going in the second round uh, from Clemson. Now Jeremy Chin is a safety from Southern Illinois. Him and Grant Dell Pitt from LSU. I both I like both of those safeties. I one of those three safeties I would definitely grab. Now, if you're telling me I can get somebody different in that second round and probably get Jeremy Chin in the third, I would probably go that route because I think he's he's going to be a good safety. Um, but I do love Xavier McKinney. And you got Josh Uche from Michigan. He's a defensive end. I like him. So if any of these guys are in that third round, I'm looking at getting one of them. A couple of them, okay. Now, from the fourth round through the sixth or seventh round, the fourth round we have pick 109, and in the fifth round we got pick 149, 166. Sixth round we got pick 182, seventh round 235. Now, these are just some names I'm going to put out there that if they're available, these are the guys I would look at getting if possible. Antonio Gibson running back from Memphis. I really like this guy. I think he's going to be a steal in this draft. Uh, he He's a hybrid player. He's he's kind of like a um, Christian McCaffrey to me a little bit. Like he's a running back receiver, and he's really shifty. And I would written, I think you can get him in the fourth, fifth round, and I would definitely take him if, if he's available there. Now, I'm not going to give you the rest of these players in any type of order because uh, I don't know where they're coming off the board. I'm just hoping that they're available in these rounds. You have Devin People-Jones from Michigan. He's a wide receiver. Um, I think he was limited by Shea Patterson. I think he has a lot more skills than what we saw. It's just the fact that he couldn't put them all on display. But I think when he gets to the NFL, if the right team gets him, he will be a good receiver. And I think he'll be uh, stealed in these later rounds. Uh, McTelvin Ajim from Arkansas. He's a defensive tackle. He has speed, quickness, uh, gets off the ball well. I would love to get him later in the rounds, and I think he'll be there. Offensive linemen. Now, I'm not saying these are starters per se, but I think they are good offensive linemen, and you can't have, you can never have too many offensive linemen. You got Damian Lewis from LSU, uh, Lucas Nianje from TCU, and Prince Tago Nuego. I think I said that right, <laughs> from Auburn. All three of these offensive linemen I would take a look at, and somebody should drop to you in these rounds. And I don't know if one of them will be there, but, you know, you, you have to get somebody. But I, I like these guys the best out of the offensive linemen that I think should be around later in the fourth to sixth round. You got Lamar Jackson. He's a cornerback from Nebraska. Now, these receivers I really like is Quez Watkins from Southern Mississippi and K.J. Hill from Ohio State. These guys should be there later in the rounds. They're both quick. They're uh, agile. I think they can play slot and outside, and Danny Amendola is not going to cut it. I'm going to tell you all right now. I don't even know why he's on the team right now. I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of bringing in these expatriates that don't nobody want or whatever. This this is not New England. I'm, I'm just tired of it. 
I don't even call it the Detroit Lions no more. I call them the Detroit Patriots because that's pretty much what we are now. We, we we keep bringing in all these cats from the the Patriots that don't nobody want or they may be good, but we paying them a whole bunch of money. Like, man, make your own decision. Stop, stop taking everything that Belichick put out. You, you know, make your own team. I, I just ain't digging it. Nah, I'm going to give y'all what I would do if we can move out of that third pick and move down like let's say the Dolphins or the Chargers move up and they take two now I'm assuming one of these two guys will be here either one I would mind taking personally I would probably take the linebacker but I'm looking at Isaiah Simmons he's very athletic he can play multiple positions I think his best uh, asset is playing in coverage he can cover I didn't see him cover a wide receiver uh, he can get to the quarterback. He quick. The only knock or issue I would have on him is the physicality. I I don't know how physical he can get with the lineman. I really haven't seen that much because he uses speed to get past him all the time. And it looks like he spies on the quarterback most of the time so he can make breaks on balls and stuff like that. So eh, I, I still think he's going to be a great player because the talent he has, I, you can't pass that up. The The – athleticism you just can't go you know you can't pass that up I probably would take him over Jeff Okuda but Jeff Okuda would be the next guy I really don't have any knocks on him the only thing is cornerbacks um, sometimes they take time to develop when they get in the league it's not often that a guy just comes out and balls out his first year you they you do have that but it's not the norm not to say he can't do it but I would take him. I think he's going to be good. So it's either way, I don't think you lose on either two of these guys. I think we kind of put our backs against the wall when we got rid of Slato. So that's why so many people have us taking a Cuda from Ohio State. But uh, if he's there, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to bash him if they take, take either one of these guys. Now, my goal would be to honestly take one of those guys. I'm assuming we'll get like the 37th pick or was it the 39th pick from Miami or something like that, going by the whatever the chart is by points. If you trade a certain pick, you know, trade a first-round pick and all that, they have a chart that kind of tell you where you would be picking or what you would be getting back from that pick. And I think it was like the 39th pick in the third round. I mean, the second round. So with that, you would be able to pick up another good player. What I would do personally is draft a quarterback in the second or third round. Now, I really like Jalen Hurts, and I wasn't too big on Jordan Love, but the more I watched on him, he kind of reminds me of a Deshaun Watson to a degree. He looks like he likes to stay in the pocket and deliver the ball. He's really accurate, but he can move out the pocket. As long as he can read defenses pretty well, I think he's going to pan out to be a pretty good quarterback in the league. These are the only two quarterbacks that I would take besides Tua. I like Jalen Hurts, too. I think Jalen Hurts will excel uh, when he gets to the league, and I think you can get him in the second round. Even Jordan Love maybe might drop to the second round, so you're not paying him a whole lot of money. Then you that way you already paid Stafford. So you're going to have to at least keep him another year. And I think another maybe two years because of the cap and the hit you will take from getting rid of him. 
But uh, worst case, you have him in the wings. And like I said, if he outplays Stafford, I'll put him in with no hesitation. And I still will try to trade Stafford depending on what I can get back from him and how much I'm going to lose. But that's going to, you know, that's more of a business decision to see what's the best move. Now, I have been starting to get into the salary caps and trying to figure out a little bit. This is not my full-time job, so no, I don't know everything. I'm not no guru, but I am learning more and more as I read up on things with the NFL. Now, like I said, I would take one of those two quarterbacks later, most definitely. As uh, far as running backs, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, um, I think they're pretty good backs. I'm not going to go crazy over them. I think Jonathan Taylor probably is the better back. But I think I could live with getting Cam Akers from Florida State later in the rounds. Uh, like I said, I really like Antonio Gibson. That's my guy. Clyde Edwards Habert. I forgot his last name from LSU. Uh, I think he's decent. Um, but like I said, I would just try to get Gibson later or maybe Akers later. Wide receivers. I like Lamb, Ruggs, Jerry, Judy. But, you know, I'm not taking a receiver that high. We don't need it. We need a receiver, but I'm not going to take those picks. Our defense is terrible right now. We we really need to focus on this defense. Like I said, I will get T. Higgins maybe later, second, third round if he's there. K.J. Hamler, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Like I said, I love K.J. Hill, Quez Watkins, all these guys you can get later. I would definitely take them, the offensive linemen. I think the best ones are going to be going in that first round, but you definitely can get some plug-ins in these other rounds. Like I say, Lloyd Cushenberry, maybe uh, Lucas Nianje and the other Damian Lewis, you know, the other guys I mentioned. Edge Rushers, you know Chase Young is going. Ute Gross Matos from Penn State. Mm, he may drop to the second. If he does, he's a good pickup. I think you were going to have to take one of those guys in that second, third round most definitely. Uh, defense alignment, like I said, Ross Blacklock, if if he drops to you. But if not, even if he does, I would take him, and I still would take McTelvin Agene from Arkansas because I know I can get him later in the rounds, and I think he's going to be a good – if he's not a starter, he's going to – he. I think he's still going to be good, and he'll make a, a squad. Linebackers, like I said, you got Isaiah Simmons, Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen. Those are the top three. I uh, I'm not really too keen on a lot of other linebackers out of this draft. Now, there may be some good ones, and I might have missed out on them, but those are the three that I really like. And there's other players that I can get in for different positions that I like and not have to worry about that position right now. Cornerback, Jeff Okuda is the top of the class. You have other corners. Um, we just picked up a couple corners, so I'm not going – uh, go too far in depth on that I will get, definitely use these picks to get other positions uh, like I say the safety I love those three safeties uh, Xavier McKinney, Chin, and Del Pitt those would be the three that I would definitely go after this definitely has to be a defensive draft we are very terrible on that side of the ball and we definitely have to get some help uh, on the defensive end well that's my take on this upcoming NFL draft those are the players that I like, the players that I think we should take in this draft. Now, on the next couple of episodes, I'm going to go over the last 10 years of the Lions, some of the 
picks they made in the past, some of the mistakes I think they made, some of the picks I would have made, uh, some of the moves I would have made. I'm not going to go too too much into the free agency of those 10 years. I'm only going to do the first two rounds of the draft. Now, the difference with me is I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, there are picks that I probably would have made that wouldn't have panned out, and then there's a lot of picks that I would have made that would have panned out. And I'm I would take the L on those picks that I, that didn't pan out, but I'm a man, and I can take that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, as we get back into sports, get past this COVID nineteen thing, when we get back into the fantasy football, I give y'all a little bit of uh, info on that. The picks you should take, uh, things of that nature. I'm pretty good at that. I done won a couple championships. I like I said, I. Trying to toot my own horn, you know what I'm saying? But toot toot. Yeah. Well, that's it for me on this podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to the Ran That Man on Sports Show. Uh, have more episodes to come. Please come back and enjoy. Check y'all later. Stay safe. Stay fly. I'm out. Peace.